trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Please contact your account representative for more information on these risks. Past performance is not indicative of future results. If you like grain markets and other stuff, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Grain Markets and Other Stuff Podcast. Here's your host, Joe Baklovic. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Grain Markets and Other Stuff. It is uh, Wednesday, October 21st. It's uh, about midday here. I figured I would do a real quick episode and video and uh, give you a breakdown of the current uh, fund positioning in the uh, corn, soybean, and wheat markets, how the large speculators are positioned. We've really seen a big shift here over the last couple of months and uh, I figured it'd be worth our time to uh, take a look at some of the charts and give you an idea as to where the large speculators stand. I've, I've always said in the past that um, you know some of your best opportunities to market grain occur when these fund traders or these large money managers take aggressive net long positions in these markets. And we've really reached that sort of, of level really across the grain complex, corn, soybeans, and wheat. But I'm going to break this down uh, by market, and then I'm going to break it down uh, additionally in, in context of, of the uh, combined corn, soybean, and wheat markets. Uh, this will be short and sweet and simple, but it'll certainly give you an idea as to where we stand here. The first thing we're going to look at is the corn market. And at yesterday's close in the corn market, it was estimated that large fund traders were net long 216,000 contracts of corn. First off, you've got to remember that, you know, if you go back three months, there were very few people that thought that the funds would ever take a long position in the corn market this year, given what appeared to be very bearish fundamentals. We had just lost all of this demand via ethanol. Really a problematic situation. Well, we, we've seen an enormous shift here. The funds were short with 300,000 contracts in this market, net short as recently as um, as June. And we've seen really nothing but short covering since then. So fund traders estimated to be net long 216,000 contracts at yesterday's close. This is, is, I guess you could call it an extreme level, certainly relative to the last four or five years in terms of fund length. Um, it's not an extreme level when you go all the way back to say that 2010, 2011, 2012 timeframe. So we're not at a record long in the corn market, but we're at a, an extreme relative to what we've seen the last three or four years. Um, in 2018, the fund length peaked at 237,000 contracts. Uh, last year, 2019, it peaked at about 178. Um, in, let's see, would have been 2015, it peaked at 247. I mean, so you've had these peaks kind of up in this neighborhood, just north of 200,000 contracts over the last several years. Now, the record fund long was posted in 2011, and it was over 400,000 contracts. So despite the fact that the funds have picked up a ton of length in this corn market and hold what I would consider to be an aggressive long position, it's not an extreme when you compare it to, say, 2010 or 2011. But again, we are at a position uh, with the fund length estimated to be 216,000 contracts net, you're at a position that is is certainly aggressive at the very least relative to what we've seen the last several years. Really a, a tremendous shift there. Um, we'll go to soybeans next. 
It was estimated that at yesterday's close, uh, fund traders were net long 244,000 contracts of soybeans, which uh, is a record. They've been flirting with record length uh, based on private estimates for a while now. Um, the previous record was back in 2012, I believe, or it was 2011, actually. And uh, no, I'm sorry, 2012 at uh, 541,000 contracts. So the uh, the funds at yesterday's close, according to the private groups, um, are actually holding a heavier long in the soybean market right now than they did at their peak in 2012. So you are at, uh, without a doubt, there's no way around it. This is an extreme long position in the soybean market for large money managers uh, relative to anything that we've seen in the era of modern record keeping. Remember that the era of modern record keeping essentially began in 2006, and that's kind of what we use as, as our base. We begin in 2006 and go from there. So record long in the soybean market. We also have a record long in the SRW wheat market. Just as of uh, yesterday, according to the private groups, we've just barely eclipsed the previous record long, which occurred in uh, 2012. It was estimated that funds were net long 74,000 contracts of SRW wheat at uh, yesterday's close. And again, it's it's Wednesday, October 21st, 2020, as I speak here this morning. So Across the complex, corn, you've got what I've called it, what I would call an aggressive long. Uh, uh, soybeans, you have a record net long. And in wheat, you have a record net long if these private estimates are anywhere near reality. And they're, they're typically p- pretty close to reality. There are situations where the private uh, groups can, can be off or, or, or can miss. And that does happen from time to time. Here's another chart. So this, this right here combines the, uh, the, the corn, soybean, and wheat position into one chart. And at yesterday's close, it was estimated that the combined net long in corn, soybeans, and SRW wheat was 534,000 contracts. Uh, we've only been in, in more extreme territory in regard to this combined net fund position uh, two other times. There was once in 2012 where it got up to about 625,000. There was once in a couple of times back in like 2010, 2011, where it, it got just above current levels. But it, uh, when you're talking about the combined uh, net fund length across the corn, soybean, and SRW wheat markets, we are, are definitely into some extreme territory, some territory that we've only seen uh, basically twice, two, two or three times. Um, and, and we haven't seen it at all over the last six or seven years, essentially. You've got to go back to 2012 to find the funds with a more aggressive long across those three markets. So what does this all mean? Um, what I've said in the past is that, yeah, I'm interested in marketing grain when the funds are long and not when the funds are short. And, and I will, uh, certainly stand by that. Uh, if you were to, uh, n- never make sales when the funds were short. You would essentially almost always avoid selling cash grain uh, at the lows or near the lows. When the lows are printed in these markets, when you're at very low levels, uh, when you're at prices that are generally not profitable, you're almost always going to find the funds short the market in those situations. Um, on the flip side of that, um, when the highs are posted in these markets, it almost always occurs when the funds are long, when the large speculators are long or holding an aggressive long position. It, it, it will be at that point, uh, at some point in time, that the highs in the markets are posted. So um, it, it's a good gauge of, of when maybe not to sell and when maybe you should be considering 
some sales. Now, can this data in itself tell you exactly when you should be selling or exactly what quantities you can be selling? Uh, no, it, it definitely doesn't. It's it's one indicator. It's one indicator of many indicators. You know, the most important thing when it comes to, to grain marketing is profitability. And I've said in the past that the number one tool that you can use is your cost of production, your revenue projections, uh, that sort of thing. That That is the number one uh, tool a, as a grain marketer that you need to, to be aware of, that you need to track. That's, that's the biggest thing. What's going on on your farm? Are you making money? Are you not making money? If you're making money, how much money? And are you happy with it? Um, this is another indicator. It's another tool that you can put in your toolbox, and I think it's noteworthy right now because um, these large speculators are very aggressively long the market. So what does what does this mean in terms of the future of the market? Does it mean that the market's going to go lower now because the funds are at an extreme long? Uh, no, it doesn't mean that. The funds could could get long these markets or stay long these markets in a real substantial way for an extended period of time, uh, especially in this sort of demand-driven market that we've got right now. And in the case of row crops, at least, um, we could see uh, record fund length and we could see it occur for an extended period of time, for, for weeks, for months. Uh, there, there's no telling. There, there, there's no telling. What it does tell me, and, and I've said this in the past, if you do see some sort of bearish event, bearish headline, uh, whatever it may be, the liquidation can happen very, very quickly. These these funds that that are large speculators, they're speculators. These are not hedge positions that they're holding. Um, they could head for the exits very, very quickly. And um, you know, it's been said before: the markets take the stairs up and and the elevator down. The elevator down can happen very, very quickly. So I've always kind of thought of thought of it like. You know, when you've got this much fund length, the the potential for some sort of of bearish event that could spur liquidation increases the more that the funds build up this long position. So a couple things to think about here. I think this is useful. I, I know this was a, a short little uh, conversation here, but um, I hope this is useful to you. I hope that these charts are useful to you. Um, this is the kind of stuff that I send out uh, to my customers um, all the time. We're always tracking the funds and, and kind of using it just, again, as one tool in regard to grain marketing. Remember, if you would like some more information from me, uh, visit my website. Go to www.standardgrain.com. Uh, click on grain marketing plan if you would like to know when, how, and specifically I'm pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat uh, throughout the year. It's broken down by crop, by crop year and percentage. Check out that subscription service. It's it's 49 bucks a month. You can cancel it at any time. There's no other obligation. There's no other fee. There's no acreage fee. There's no n- nothing in addition to that 49 bucks a month and, and you are not tied into it uh, uh, for any period of time. So certainly check that out. Um, everyone have a great week. Uh, I will talk to you in the morning.